Hello, now you can hear me. Sorry. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the spoiler cast. The uh, podcast where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them because it's the spoiler cast. And as always with me, I well, I keep forgetting. My name is Tobias, and with me is always my sister and trusty co-host, Rebecca. Hello. And um, yeah, today is uh, it's the last episode of the year. It's really yeah. the last, like, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's the last video I'll probably make this year, or live stream, or whatever. Um, if you're listening to this on any where you can find us, it's Spot, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, whatever you know where we can where you can find us. Um, it's gonna be the last episode for this year. Um, and uh, since it is Christmas or Christmas time, we're talking about um, another Christmas movie, like we've done all December. Um, and throughout December, we have, we, what, what was that? For the past three weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, we have, uh, throughout these, uh, uh, past few weeks, um, while talking about Christmas, specific Christmas movies, we've also mentioned, um, Klaus, Netflix's animated movie from last year. We mentioned it time and time again, like, oh, Klaus was, like was much better. <laughs> yeah. So we decided, or you decided, since it was your time to decide, that why not just talk about Klaus? And I was like, yeah, yeah. why not? It's a great movie. Um, so that's what we're doing. We're, we're going to talk about uh, Klaus, the Netflix animated Academy Award nominated animated movie. Um, and uh, I saw it for the first time last year. You did as well, right? Yes. What was your... What was your initial reaction? Because I gotta say, I was not really like I didn't pay any attention to it. I thought like ah, another crappy like uh, animated Christmas movie. Um, I was I was getting like like Illumination vibes. People who do um, Secret Life of Pets and Minion movies. I don't know. I, partly because I'm it... not doing things today. I'm gonna sit like this. Some extra clothes. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you got illumination vibes, really? Yeah, we're more like Dream uh, DreamWorks vibes. Who then later bought up Dream? Oh yeah, Illumination. Um, so I was like, eh, I don't care. But then I, I, I think I watched it. I don't remember if it was. It was either. I, I watched it in the middle of the night. I was uh, at our parents' house. Because as always, I uh, I'm it was during Christmas, and I'm always at my parents' house at, at Christmas, um, and it was either really really early Christmas Eve, like like two in the morning, or it was really really early Christmas Day. I'm not sure, but it, 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 like the date uh, made it even more magical because I was like I'm just gonna turn it on and fall asleep, and I watched the whole thing in the middle of the night. And I absolutely loved it. What was... Well, I kind of... Yeah, I was going to ask you, what was your initial reaction? And I told you my, my initial reaction. <laughs> well, I I don't think I paid much attention the first time I saw it. Because I was building an Ikea cabinet at the same time. Okay. So, but I have rewatched it a couple of times. Which is an indication that it is a very good movie because i don't rewatch movies unless they're really good yeah <laughs> <normally>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i gotta say i rewatched it actually last week mm -hmm. and um 
at first you're like kind of like, oh, there's no Christmas in this. But um, no, but they create Christmas. Yeah, eventually anyway, do yeah. Get that that magical Christmas feeling. Yeah. So I I don't remember what my initial thought was, but I do like it a lot. <laughs> my cat is biting my other cat. Yeah, if you if you if you're watching this, the video version of this, uh, there's some cat action going on in the background. Cats, such lovely animals. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> Never mind them. Um, yeah, I've only watched it twice because I only watch Christmas movies during Christmas. Um, oh, yeah, and I, I usually don't rewatch uh, a Christmas movie like twice in in one year. Um, it, it happens. Like I've probably seen Home Alone several times uh, during Christmas, but that's about it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, but the first time I watched it, maybe because I was a little tired, a little sleepy, but I just it was just like a it was a perfect movie. Um, uh, like it was, it was the greatest Christmas movie. I cried during the musical number, and when everyone doubted him in the end, or before, like the the third act. Um, rewatching it now, um, which I did last uh, last night at a sensible hour. It was like eight or nine or whatever, <laughs> so I was awake. Um, I noticed some. Uh, I don't know plot holes, maybe, but they were they were mostly nitpicks. And what? Like what? Because I can't think of a single one. Well, his, let's just jump into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has to the Jasper, uh, yeah, the new postman. He is he is um, sh uh, shuffled off to this this horrible little town called Smearnsburg. Um, where he has to open and successfully run a postal office. And he has a year. His dad, who is the postmaster general, tells him, you have a year to, uh, you know, handle, either, either deliver or receive 6,000 letters. It's like, okay. And, um, like, I, th I think for the first, like, two weeks, nothing, nothing arrives. And then, it's, you know, it starts the, the whole thing with, Oh, the paint, uh, the drawing. The little kid drops his drawing, and he mails it back to him. All that stuff. Yeah. And we see this little town, Smyrnsburg, and there's let's let's be generous and say that there's a, a hundred families there, on both sides of this this uh, generational feud that they have going on in Smyrnsburg. Uh -huh. There's a hundred families, and let's say that each family has three hundred kids. No, not <laughs> has three kids. Has you, three you. kids. Has three kids. Even though we know some of them don't. But anyway, let's say they have three kids. That means that yeah. three hundred letters will be written to Klaus so they can get presents. But when they're like closing in on, uh, 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 uh like the first big milestone they get to is four thousand letters. Who? There's 300 kids, and the grown-ups are not writing letters. Who wrote all the letters? Because the kids are only getting one present. No, 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 no. In the beginning, kids are writing more letters. Because it's not Christmas in the beginning. It's just if you get if you send a letter, you get a present. Not so, Christmas presents. So, so they're, they're just, like they're just writing like dozens of letters? Yeah. Oh, my Plus God. Plus, that's... The, uh, the Same kids eventually. Yeah, well, that's later. Want... That's, that's just one, yeah, and that's later. But I mean, even if, even if there's 300 kids, that means they, that they wrote at least 10 letters. And that's before they can yeah. even write, because during that montage, they learn to write. 
Not all of them. Some well, of them, some do of them don't, but yeah. Because you do see the same kid coming back a couple of times at least. I guess. that, But that kind of ruins it. That These greedy fucking kids just want more toys. Fucking assholes. Yep. Yep. Uh, anyway. That's, that, that's a little like, how the hell did they get eventually get 6,000 letters? I mean, they do reach 6,000 letters because um, the, the heads of the families, they, they go on a uh, writing spree and deliver 14,000 uh, letters just to get them out of yeah. there. True. But you know, up to like the five thousand le uh, letter, it's still just kids sending letters. <laughs> They're sending like hundreds of letters each. So yeah. that that annoyed me a little bit. Um, I don't know if we um, actually like get a, get a number of how many people are in this town. No, but there's not like thousands of people. No, at, probably not. At best, like I said, at best there's a hundred families. Let's say there's like. 300 people 500 people in the in the in the village um, I guess. it was just like i mean it is a nitpick it is a nitpick definitely a nitpick yes <laughs> but i just i just caught myself like where the hell are all these letters coming from the children just pumping out letters <laughs> anyway um and the second thing was um towards the end when um when the uh, the angry the angry families are going to uh, they're going to destroy Klaus's uh, press uh, uh, big sack of presents, and there's the the yeah. whole the whole sleigh chase sleigh ride chase. Um, when it ends up falling off the cliff. Yeah, and uh, the evil lady crumb lady, um, she um, she throws all the presents uh, or into the gorge or into the the river the river whatever it is the valley, um, and. It's like, oh no, all hope is lost. But, huh? It was all just uh, uh, logs of wood. <gasps> Klaus already knew. And then, then the real sack of presents appear, and they do explain it because the, of course, uh, what's her name? Vera, Al Alva, Alva, Alva the, yeah. the, um, the school teacher, the love, the, the love interest, and the school teacher in the in the town. Um, it's like, oh, you don't think kids talk about their parents plotting to destroy their toys? Oh, we knew about this. It's like, there's no indication that they're knowing. It's just, it felt a little like, oh no, we knew. <laughs> it's kind of part of the the, the Christmas magic. I know, me. I know. Once again, it's a nitpick. It was, it was just like, I was sitting there because I didn't, I didn't remember that the, that the presents actually got destroyed, or what we thought were presents, of course. Yeah. So I was just like, what is this? No, wait. And then she's like, don't worry. Here they are. Eh, we knew. It's <laughs> like, come on. That's bullshit. <laughs> but those are the only two things. Other than that, um, I really, really, really like the movie. Um, and especially especially the, the, the voice acting. Because the first time I watched it, I didn't look up any voice actors. Because it was the middle of the night. So I didn't care. Uh, but looking at it now, I... It's um, J uh, what's his name? Jason, Jason Schwartzman, Schwartzman. Um, from all the from all the uh, oh damn, uh, uh, what's his name? Anderson movies, Wes Anderson movies. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And, and there's J.K. Simmons as Klaus, and mm -hmm. Rashida Jones as uh, Al Alva, and uh, I'm John Cusack is Mrs. Crumb. Good, because I was wondering, where do I know this voice from? All this time, I could have just looked it up. I don't know why I didn't while I was watching it. 
Because I looked the three main cast up, but I didn't look up Mrs. Crumb. But either way, you can't really tell it's them unless you look it up and, like, really listen. <clears throat> I had no listen. clue. I hadn't looked it up until now. I yeah. had no clue. And, and it's weird because it's not like they're, like, uh, like masking their voices or anything. It just doesn't sound like them. I guess it's because they're kind of playing against type. At least Jason Schwartzman, because he's always kind of like a half douchey kind of asshole kind of character but kind of nice anyway which well jack is kind of half douchey <laughs> he sort of is here yeah but he becomes like a genuine good guy towards the end yeah that's true. um but he's very like peppy and energetic throughout the movie except for when he's really you know down in the dumps and yeah. that isn't really jason schwartzman at all is he at least not the movies i've seen him in or the or the tv shows um so at, at first I was when I was watching it yesterday. I was like, "Is that Jack Quaid?" Um, but it was kind of before he became big. I suppose he became big this year with uh, the Boys and uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this could have been him in like a, a role before he got big, because it, it it sounds a lot more like. I don't know if have you watched the Boys or Lower Decks? Uh, no, not yet. But you know who Jack Quaid is. Yes. Oh, okay. Have you seen him? In- I mean, I've, I've watched the trailers. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but then I looked around and said, oh, it's Jason Schwartzman. All right. And then when I when I read that it was Rashida Jones, I was like, yeah, I can hear that, but not really. And then J.K. Simmons says, Klaus, I had no idea. He doesn't speak much in the movie, so that's part of it. But it doesn't sound like him at all. He's so, like, um, uh, he like, he like... <sighs> I don't know how to say it, but it's like it's very downplayed the whole performance, which I liked, and I I kind of like that about um, when actors do voiceovers because they can kind of be not themselves; they can actually really become uh, the character. Yeah. yeah, one one really good example of that is a terrible movie called Sing, which came out a few years ago. Oh <laughs> yeah, uh, it's terrible. Yes, exactly. Um, I haven't even watched the whole thing. I've only watched clips because Matthew McConaughey, who plays like uh, the Simon Cowell kind of, I think he's like a talent director, some sort of agent character. He just, I don't know, he doesn't really change his voice much, but it's just like, oh man, he's great in that role as a whatever animal. I don't even remember. I think he's a koala. I'm not sure. Something like that. I don't remember. Is it? perfect example of like a movie where or, or that just like the actors can really act out when they're not having to show their faces so even in terrible movies like Sing, Matthew McConaughey can shine but also because it's <laughs> McConaughey uh, we're, we're almost like 10 years into his reconnaissance so at this point like we're expecting him to do well <laughs> yeah um, uh, where was I going with this? I don't know I'm not sure. Well, that you liked uh, the fact that you couldn't tell. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I guess. Uh, what I, what... I never even thought about it. I was like, okay, it's just random voice actors, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't really think of it until I like caught myself thinking, "Is that Jack Quaid doing Jasper?" And then I looked it up. That's why. Um, I mean, most kids are just random. more or less random yeah. people. Yeah. But there's a lot of kids though to just make sure that there is different voices for each child and that's good yeah i mean there's like and 
20, <laughs> close to 30 kids. Well, yeah. Doing voices. I think they're all kids. Not all of them have pictures, but I'm guessing a lot of them are Well, kids. sure, yeah. After um, playing, like, additional kid voice or creepy girl. <laughs> I have a creepy girl, too. So I'm guessing there's a creepy girl one somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, well... I don't know if, I mean, I guess you did answer it, but like, you like the movie, right? Yeah, I like yeah. it. But what is it you like about it? Because I want I want to get into uh, the reviews that it got, because it didn't get as good reviews as I thought it did. Um, I think, because in 2019, what else was released that was a Christmas movie that year? Uh, or like any recent year. I don't think there was a lot of animated, I'm um, Specifically animated, not Hallmark movies. They do not. No, count. no, they don't count because they're like ten every year. Who cares? Yeah, and they're all the same. So I, I'm leaning like specific Christmas movies. You haven't had a new release of a great actual Christmas movie that isn't a Hallmark or Princess Switch or something. <laughs> in a, yeah, yeah. Because most of them been Hallmark. Yeah. Uh, so when this came out, I kind of first of all, I think you recommended it, even though you hadn't seen it. You were like, "We should watch this." Yeah, like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think I watched it. I was home alone that night, and it was dark, and it was maybe not snow outside, but you know, all the atmosphere was right. Probably not snow. No, probably not snow. Uh-huh. In Sweden, yeah. <laughs> we're in Sweden, we don't have snow. Um, but the atmosphere was right, and the, it was close to Christmas, so so I just I just think it enhanced my Christmas feeling, mm. in a in a sense. Yeah. Um, because yeah, and, and I I agree. I think I think the whole thing is magical, absolutely yeah. magical, and also that it what what really helps is, and I, I wonder if this is like a, a conscious choice, because this is um. It's like it's like a new animation studio called Pablo Something Animation, um, which is literally. I mean, it's it's one guy who like made, started a studio like to make this movie. He worked on like some like Sony movies before, like Smurfs something something. Um, but then he spent the uh, vibrant director, right? Yeah, exactly. Sergio Pablo. Sergio Pablo, right? Um, and he spent like I I think. Well, I, I read the trivia. It was like five years to make the movie happen. I mean, from from starting to write it. And then he was like shopping it around the script. He was shopping it around in 2017 and nobody wanted to buy it. It's like, what? Actually, um, it started in 2015 and Netflix oh. acquired it in 2017. Right, they bought it in 2017, right. Yeah. <laughs> so fr- from 2015 to actually getting it released in 2019, that's that's rough. Um, people called it too risky. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Like People called it too risky. And I was, what, what about it is risky? What is risky? Is it because it's like a 2D animation? Because Yeah, they're... I'm thinking because... Because I'm looking at the trivia here, and, and uh, he didn't want to do it. He wanted to do it in a traditional way. Yeah. Not do um, uh, the the computer generation. Yeah, no, no, th- not make it 3D like like Pixar yeah. or, or, or Illumination. You know? So maybe that's why people called it risky, because he wanted to do it in another yeah, media. Yeah, because I, th- I, I think they even, 
like uh, drew uh, draw drew it like traditionally. I mean, of course, computer yeah, was involved. Yeah, animation. Yeah, and they used CGI lighting techniques. Yeah, to create a unique animation style. And that's and that was too risky for people, which is insane because the movie looks amazing. And yeah, yeah. they that's what's so cool that they used three D lighting to enhance two D animation. It looks so goddamn good. Especially, yeah, and and uh, I think we were both watching. I think it's only out in like uh, regular HD, but it looks the lighting especially looks amazing, and it really helps you know to get the, the the Christmas feeling when it's all dark and snowy and you see like little lights everywhere. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and and it's kind of kind of interesting because um, while not as traditional, but kind of trying to make it sort of traditional. Sony released Into the Spider-Verse the same year, which is supposed to be 2D animation, but it's actually computer-generated. But it's supposed to look like 2D animation. Oh, so it was, right. it was kind of a thing. Um, that movie's good, too. I I couldn't finish it because... No, my, me neither. My brain couldn't follow along, but I liked it. It was just like I got physically exhausted by watching it. But yeah, that one's a bit much. It's a little much. But, the, but Klaus, then back to Klaus, really, really good. And, really good, and I, I want tested though because it's it's the first Netflix animated film to be nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah. That's that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, um, and I th- I think because he wanted to do it uh, in this traditional style, and and I, I I get the feeling that's part of of the the appeal of the movie because when you look at the animation style. It reminded me of uh, like '90s Disney, like specifically like Hercules. Remember Hercules, yeah. with the like everyone has kind of long, like spindly fingers. Especially the creepy characters kind of remind you of uh, the three uh, sisters. Um, yeah. In in in, uh, in Hercules, but also yeah, ca- and the the shapes and the angles are are yeah, they're very extra. very sharp. Unless unless they're supposed to be soft, then they're very soft, but. Which is the a point. visual they used yeah. a lot. Yeah. Like, house is very rounded and, and looks soft almost, while um, the families who hate each other, everything around them is very angular and sharp. Yeah. To, to make them look more scary or less friendly, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then it also kind of reminded me of... Uh, um, once again, mentioning DreamWorks, it kind of reminded me of the style they used in the late 90s. Uh, uh, Prince of Egypt. Someone nice. at my door. Hold on. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Anyone who's listening, I don't even know if friends was watching. He's getting a delivery. Coming back, I think. Well, Sorry. there again. Sorry. Oh, no. Was it, was it a delivery? I can't hear you. Hold on. <laughs> I can't get the headphones back on. There we go. 
Was right. it a delivery? Yes. I. Well, <laughs> it's not important for the. I, I had no. timed the delivery to come after the show anyway, and he came like an hour early. Anyway, thank you. Let's continue. Um, Where were we? Yeah, the, anima <laughs> the animation style. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of uh, The Emperor's New Groove. Yes, well, yeah, that's kind of the style too, yeah? But that's like early 2000s. But it's in, yeah, it's in the same style as Hercules. I'm actually looking up because uh, um, it. This is the last film for animator Mary Lesher. Lesh, I'm not sure how you say it. Yeah, I didn't. And, uh, I don't know who she was. She did actually did Hercules. Okay, so that makes sense. And, and Pocahontas and The Lion okay. King. Okay, wow. And Lilo and Stitch, which which is my favorite. Hmm. Um, That's one Disney movie I've never seen actually. You Never haven't seen, seen Lilo and Stitch. Well, fortunately, we're doing another season of Spoilercast next year. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know what's coming next year then. Okay. Um, so, and I wonder if the the choice to do it in kind of like a uh, sort of like late '90s, early 2000s style um, was deliberate because like parents having young kids now are like in at least in my age. And we were kind of young-ish watching movies at that time. For for me, it's it's more rem reminiscent of like the old storybooks we we wrote, wrote read, read as kids. Um, we didn't write them. No. <laughs> um, if they had any of any like pictures or anything, it felt like it was that kind of style. Hmm. Okay. So maybe it's it's pulling it back to our generation in that style as well. I'm not sure, but that's what I... It reminds me of the, the like, at least the covers of the old books we used to read when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's that's kind of the, the whole thing with, um, uh, like I said, with 2D animation also, like, bringing back memories, which doesn't, doesn't work for kids now, because... They're like, too young. <laughs> that's kind of sad to think of. I mean, and I don't know if it makes me feel old or if the world is just terrible, some kids don't know what 2D animation is. I mean, of course, they've probably read, read like comics or said, seen it in books, but well, like watching a 2D animated movie, some kids probably don't know what that is or haven't seen it. Some kids today don't know what a landline is. Yeah, I know. So uh, let's not yeah. think about that because we'll just feel ancient. And I'm not even that old. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'm 26. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Um, sp speaking of speaking of feeling old and um, uh, Hercules, do you remember? Like, this was a few years ago, and we were talking about something. I don't know what it was. And I or you, or me or you, brought up. Oh, remember the time we saw Hercules in the cinema? Like, yeah. I was like, when was that? And we started counting. It's like, oh, that was 18 years ago. Oh. I don't even remember this. No, you, you saw were Hercules in the cinema. Yes, you. I mean, you were very young, so you probably don't remember. You were like two, because it came out <laughs> in '96. Yeah. So, but I know. I know we brought you along because we got free tickets to like a sneak preview. Um, you couldn't leave at home, probably. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I could remember it. Yeah, because I was '96, so I was. It was in the summer, so I was six years old. So this must have been when I was, uh, tw yeah, twenty-four. So you were twenty. So yeah, you. I guess you could barely. But for me, it was like, oh, that was eighteen years ago. <sighs> well. And now, and now that's um, 
wait, 96, 2006, 2016. Yeah, that's 24 years ago now. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, because I was two and I'm 26 now, so. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I was just I just was thinking about getting old. Hey, anyway. <laughs> well, another year has gone by, so. 40 know. is the new 20 now, so uh, I'm fine for another 10 yeah. years. Anyway. <laughs> um. But that that's really what works for me in the movie. Getting back to what what, what we like about Klaus, like it's reminis. It's not like nostalgic. It doesn't use nostalgia really, um, but it is reminiscent of the childhood movies and books we read. My yeah. our my, our generation, I suppose. Um, and that that really helps. And then the. The fact that it, it is does help extra much also because it's it's based on Scandinavian lore. Yeah, well, lot. partly and Scandinavian yeah. and Scandinavian uh, environments. Yeah, because Sternsberg is based on a Norwegian town, and I mean you have the Samis. Yeah, who speak actual Sami. Yeah, so it's it's very familiar in a way. It's not the American Christmas we used to see in movies. It's yeah. more. They kind of they kind of morph it in though because it's a the guy with the long white beard and a red well, yeah. uh, coat, but yeah they 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 mix it and yeah and overall it's it's a uh, it's really it's a well told story, yeah, and if it's a great origin story for Christmas like yeah because it is it is an origin story it for is Christmas. an origin story for Christmas yeah many <laughs> I mean they do have Christmas already. Um, because Jesper just one day like I have a concept for you, and he says Christmas, like, and and he brings up like stuff people already do. So I'm I'm thinking Christmas is a thing, but the gift giving isn't. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think so too. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a Santa Claus origin story. Yeah. Um. And uh, and I I, I it it also I really enjoy because we've discussed that before. I like. Some some movies should like try to be different and be experimental, but some movies really benefit from following the the you know tried and true screenplay formula. This movie yeah. does that to a T. <laughs> you yeah. have the the reluctant hero, uh, the the false sense of security, the the, the second act low point, and the third act uh, like uh, redemption. It has all of that. It has. It has the antagonist, the protagonist, the hero, the kind of wizard, uh, the the princess. It has all of it, um, and it follows follows it to a T. So you never really you're never really worried that it's gonna be like a sad ending or anything. No. And, and I, I I really liked that in this movie. But I know some people um, getting into the the reviews. Because it didn't get bad reviews, but it got, it's got like a 65 out of 100 on Metacritic. Uh, but some people thought it was too formulaic. Like, oh, we're nothing new here. Um, I don't remember exactly what they said. Um, but people were complaining. I'm, I'm just scrolling through the, the titles on all the reviews, the user reviews on oh. IMDb. And most of them like, I haven't cried watching the animated movie in so long. <laughs> Wow, finally a new Christmas classic and watch and learn Disney. It's like <laughs> Jesus. What 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 is the user score on IMDB? Um let's see. Where, where do I see that again? Up to, uh, up up to the right. 
Oh yeah, eight point two. Eight point two. Yeah, that's pretty good. I would put it at like an eight. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the critic score is uh, sixty five, um, yeah. and the best it got was seventy five. And it says. Sergio Pablo's film is essentially a metaphor for its own unique and refreshing mode of expression, which is true. Yeah, that it's 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 bringing tradition back, sort of, and and by doing that, creating a new tradition. But it was uh, some of the uh, lesser or lower reviews. Uh, oh, I like care. All the news reviews are. I think the lowest one I've found so far is seven out of ten. There's always going to be some zeros, some idiot. It's supposed to be tens and zeros. But here, uh, IndieWire wrote, None of the characters in Claws are as delightful as they are well drawn. And Pablo's film never earns the holiday spirit it tries to manufacture down the home stretch. But there's no denying that the future of traditional, in quotation marks, animation looks uh, a little brighter than it did yesterday. And that's reason enough to celebrate. Like, like the characters aren't strong enough? Like, what are you talking about? It's You're all about the characters. Strong. It's character driven, basically. Yeah, you have you have all kinds of characters, except for okay, you have big similarities between the um, the rivaling families, but that's because but, yeah. that's what they're supposed to be. They're supposed I'm to be sure. yeah, they're the villain. They're one villain really. And the, the kids are just kids. You can't yeah. really give them much. But no, Boss has very very specific and unique. Um, character and and jasper as well well not unique but like no, within but, the movie it's unique yeah and, and um, yeah and it's 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 even if it follows the formula it's well written yeah it, it's it it because it's it's supposed to follow the formula and then it's not like we said there's nothing bad about that if you do it well um but i'm, I'm uh i i think that one specifically stuck out stuck out to me and i, I think it's just you gotta remember also that you are. That's not. I know you're not supposed to use that as a defense, but you are watching a, a kids' movie. It has to be a little easier for kids to like follow along. Um, and this you isn't. Even though this is too much deep. Yeah. Dark, uh, twisted, like. <laughs> exactly. Well, just too much in it. It has to be kind of simple. Yeah, and even if even if you. Um, say like oh but it's supposed to um work for grown-ups as well i i think it does and huh. i don't think this is on level as, as i always use that example it's not on level of shrek which is a perfect movie for both kids and grown-ups that's like a grown-up movie that kids can watch yeah um this is not really that i mean it has some stuff that like hey grown-ups are gonna laugh at and kids maybe won't but it's definitely more of a kids movie so i'm not expecting like super deep characters no, and, and I mean the setting it's in doesn't really open up for extra deepness. It is no. it is a simple story in its in in the base. Yeah. Of it and um you can't really complicate it too much with having too much depth to the characters. You have depth though. Yeah. Like we said Klaus has this this backstory that gives him gives him a character it makes him a character that describes everything about him and why he does what he does and everything. Yeah. It's the classic. I... My wife died of the Hollywood disease. Yeah. <laughs> where where they just they they look beautiful and then they just fall asleep and never wake up. But but he literally disappeared with the wind though. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I know that's a cliche, but it's because it works. I, you I... don't need to have a specific sickness because that that kind of ruins the movie magic. Exactly. Though. You don't want to think about a real 
actual disease killing people when you're watching a specifically a holiday movie that's enough to know that they're dying you don't need to know why i wanted to find like uh, i wanted to look for uh some article like to f- see if i can find like oh klaus and the uh, problema- problematic sexism of uh, of the dead wife or something cuz it's it's a typical thing where <laughs> The, the wife is literally just a concept in the movie. Like, the female character is just a concept. Oh, she's there to make him sad. And she only exists... He, he only exists to, to remember her. There are people that write those kind of articles. And I yeah. I, I read so many of them uh, because of like what I do on YouTube and that. And on Twitter and stuff. So my, my brain... When, when he started talking about his dead wife and like how he lost his... He didn't want to make more uh, 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 toys, toys when, when she died. Oh, her. yeah, he couldn't be happy without her. It's like, I just, in my head, I started writing an article like that. Like, oh, he, he places so much um, uh, a responsibility on Cloud, uh, the wife. Like, she has to carry him along, blah, blah, blah. I, I didn't find I... an article like that, but it could have easily been written. Just, just that kind of article or thought in general, like, um, have you lost a loved one? <laughs> no, but it's, not, it's, it's that, it, that, it's, that it's a trope in movies. Like, oh, yeah, we we so. we kill the female characters so the male characters can feel sad. Okay, that it's female, fine, but like losing a partner is kind of the end of your life sometimes. Yeah. Specifically, like in their case where they, um, they they're happy, they're trying to have a child, they don't make they can't have a child and then all of a sudden she dies while they're still quite kind of young yeah i mean they're not it's not like they're 85 when she dies they're like no like in their 40s yeah yeah i'm not yeah and listen listen we're this is we're literally uh straw manning here because i like i said i didn't find an article like that nobody wrote that but i could just hear it in my head so we don't have to defend the movie because nobody wrote it good um but then you you could also just s- switch it like oh what if what if uh, Mrs. Claus lived and it was him who died and it'd be like oh she only she only then it would be that she's like uh, hung up on him and sh- a guy not was a female. yeah the uh, a man was the only reason for her to like live or whatever so it's easy well, yeah. this is also he's supposed to be like Santa Claus so um. He kind of has to have this like jolly family kind of persona. Yeah. Cause, cause, cause Santa Claus is a jolly family guy, in like most stories yeah. nowadays. So, yeah, makes sense that they portray him like that. That family is a lot to him and means yeah. a lot to him. That's why he wants to make kids happy. Like I said, um, yeah, the article doesn't <laughs> exist. It was just something no. I I heard in my head while watching. Like, oh no. What if this exists? Wouldn't surprise me. There's probably some way you can find it. Um. Um. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> but I I have to check. There's I think another movie that came out in 2019 that is also a Netflix Christmas movie, completely different style. But it's part of why this is one of the few Christmas movies that has been released lately that I actually enjoyed. I'm just trying to um. What's it? I think it's called Let It Snow. Yeah, that came out in in um, 2019 as well, which mm-hmm. is a horrible Christmas movie. Well, not horrible, okay. but it's 
it's just poorly made. What? Which one? Let it snow. It's also a Netflix movie. It's sort of an ensemble movie, which. Which one is it? I don't remember that one. No, I don't think you've seen it. I don't recommend it all either. No, I probably didn't see it, but I mean, I, I don't remember the it, um, name. It has um, a few sort of known actors. What it's about? Uh, what is it about? It's about a bunch of kids wanting to have a Christmas party. That's it. That's the story. Okay, no, I, don't, I don't. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's it's really. Just bah. and that came out the same year as Claus. So when you have, no, oh, so it got kind of pushed aside. Let, like, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna watch the animated kids movie more than the teen movie because the teen movie was just a weird kind of wannabe teen version of a Hallmark movie. <laughs> um, so I just have to mention it because it came out the same year. It's yeah, just... but let's let let's move on to to like a third thing that kind of was a. A little, I don't know, weird for me. And let's see how you interpret about it. About Klaus? Yeah, about Klaus. The end, or the... When Klaus disappears. Did he die? Uh, I think so. But in the very end, Jasper says, Once a year I get to meet my friend again. So, does he come... Does he come back like a... Like a ghost? Or is it like a Davy Jones, like once every ten years he can... Step yeah, on land or thing or... I think it's more the the feeling, kind of. The spirit of Klaus that comes back. Yeah, that would, that would make more sense. But then then the the real Santa does exist. He's not a ghost. I know in, in, in uh, some countries, especially America, you're not supposed to see him delivering the Christmas presents. But, but here he, is he in every movie. <laughs> yeah, and he's, and he's in every movie. And, and here in Nord, the Nordic countries, he actually, like... On Christmas Eve, he knocks on the door and delivers the presents to you. You meet him. You so talk to him. he's not. He's, he's like a. He's like a physical being still. So he's I was. A I was. Being. Yeah, magical. Sure. So I was a little perplexed. Like, what was going on in the end? Because it it's really sweet that he says, "I'm coming. I'm coming now," and he like becomes the wind. So like, oh, he died because he was old. Like his wife did. Yeah, but then it was just like, oh, that's so nice. It's so like. That's so beautiful. But it's like, wait, so Santa Claus is dead? Is he a zombie? <laughs> I think that's part of it, because he, he's not Santa Claus. He's just Claus. So, so is, is Santa Claus is more of an idea than an actual person? Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> well, in this, in this scenario, I, yeah, in this I, movie. I know, I know. Santa Claus isn't the thing. It's Christmas spirit in the way yeah. that Jasper gets Christmas spirit that he becomes a decent human, <laughs> yeah. a nice person, yeah. and he discovers the Christmas, yeah, Christmas, Christmas spirit. spirit. Yeah, I think that's more it. And yeah. Klaus is just a guide for Jasper. Yeah, and then Santa and Claus. Jasper, yeah, when Jasper's done, when he's fully fledged, learned, and you're 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 a decent person now, I can leave you to it. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's that's probably what it is. I was just a little like, uh, Cause, how cause are kids makes... gonna interpret this? Like Santa died, or? <laughs> no, I think yeah. they just see it as him vanishing magically. But then when Jasper says, "I get to see my friend once a year," they're like, "Oh, okay, so he comes back." Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You only see Santa once a year, anyway. 
So. That's true. Um, uh, but that's that's. Uh, oh, can't forget we we we, we talked a little bit about the actors. There is one. Uh-huh. There is one voice that you definitely um, uh, recognize. Maybe you don't, but if you're like a stand-up fan, um, the boat captain is oh, yeah. is uh, voiced by Norm Macdonald, and he does not mask his voice. It's just Norm Macdonald. <laughs> <laughs> and that was I that that one I even recognized the first time I watched it was like hey that's Norm Macdonald, and that was that is a lot of fun because he's one of my favorite comedians of all of all time. I don't know if you've seen some of his stuff. Well, I might cut up. Yeah, I've seen him in movies. Yeah, he's I been don't think in I've seen any like stand up, but I've seen him in movies. Yeah, he's been in a f- bunch of like Adam Sandler movies and other movies. Yeah, well. he made one movie where he is like the star in 98 called Dirty Work. That's a great great movie. You should definitely check that one out. Uh it's it's directed by written I think and directed by Bob Saget. I don't know for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um it's a it's a one of the best comedies I've ever seen. It's like it's like an Adam Sandler movie but good. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that 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 one I really enjoyed that that Norm Macdonald when it was in the movie. That's probably because um they gave Norm Macdonald uh had a talk show for one season on Netflix. So he was kind of like under Netflix contracts so and they were like, "Hey, we well, let's just put you in the movie because now you have to because you're under contract." And he was like, "Ah, I'll do it." I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like he's some big part in this so he probably didn't have to spend too much time on it no but he he is that kind of he's the character that's sort of the voice of reason yeah like he he spells it out a little bit how 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 you should actually feel especially in the end there when they're when he when jesper is supposed is about to go home with his father and when they step on the boat it's like ah never seen someone being more sad leaving than when they arrive and it's like but I'm sure that won't fester and become a source of resentment in the years to come. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. But um, he's he's a he's an interesting character because he kind of sticks out compared to every everyone else as well. Yeah, because he doesn't fit in. I mean, he doesn't live there, so no, he he just hangs around. Him. Yeah, <laughs> and that's perfect because it's Norm Macdonald because he's just yeah hanging around. That's what he's done for the last fifteen years. Um, so yeah. Um, all in all, really, really enjoy Klaus. Um, and you as well, I suppose. Yes, yes. What, yes. what, what? Like, like we said, it got a sixty-five on Metacritic. What would you rate it? I would, I would rate it a solid eight. Yeah, at least. Yeah. I don't get. Yeah, it. I, I thought 10, everyone I loved it. <laughs> it's it's hard to give anything a ten. Uh, yes. Or even a nine sometimes, yes. but I I can't really find anything I don't like about this movie. So well, yeah, strong, strong ten, and bonus ten? points for the no, sorry, eight, <laughs> strong eight, and yeah. bonus points for the the Sami people because I think they're adorable and yeah. so great. They're, that they little girl. Them in uh, speak English, which would have been so weird. Yeah, I love that they made him speak actual Sami and used Sami real Sami people yeah. to actually voice them as well, like not people just learning the language for specific words. Yeah. Yeah, that little Samuel, she's so cute. When she's like She's so adorable. She calls him I don't know, I don't speak Sami, 
but it's it's sort of like a mixture of Norwegian and Swedish and their own thing. Yeah. So it's just because he calls him like the Postelmannen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. But I, I, I was yeah. th- we were talking briefly about uh yeah let, let's just let's just let's just wrap up the Klaus conversation. <laughs> well, we're talking about uh watching other Christmas movies as well because it's the season, and I've been watching not as many Christmas movies as I usually do, but I've watched a few, and I tried to get some new movies in, um, not new like but movies I haven't seen before. Um, have you seen any movies like new movies for you? this year um only one and i don't know if it's actually a movie or a short um it's you actually saw it as well that alien christmas right what's uh, it called alien alien xmas or alien christmas uh, which is another netflix thing and I, it's it's a short but i think it's technically a feature length movie because it's 45 minutes which, oh yeah that's which, true which i at least originally that was the cutoff for a feature length but that might have changed i don't know anyway that was pretty good. I mean, it was definitely for the kids. Oh yeah, but, but it was, but it, it was, was kind of fun. Though. It was fun, and it was fun to see. I like once again traditionally animated stop motion movie because I thought it was gonna be like like the Lego Movie, like it's it's CGI, but it looks like stop motion. No, this is stop motion, and it's made by the Chiodos brothers who. Um, have done a lot of work on like gremlins and critters like old monster movies so that was a lot of fun because it had that kind of weird style even though it was very child friendly it definitely had a, a like weird style to yeah, it with weirdness the, the kleptomaniac aliens wanting to steal yeah. everything on the planet earth <laughs> with the anti-gravity gun yeah um and it was fun also because there's that point when you think it's over and then the aliens invade Earth, and you have Santa versus the aliens for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> really good. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I mean, that's already a thing. There's an old movie called Santa Conquers the Martians. Oh yeah. But it's it, that. that's not as good. This is this is a better <laughs> Christmas alien invasion movie, definitely. Actually, um, I've seen one more new Christmas movie. I just realized I oh, saw. Um, we both saw another... Christmas Chronicles too, so I guess. Oh yeah, that's true. But we've we've talked about that one. Yeah. But um, I saw the another Netflix because I'm unfortunately Netflix is the main provi- provider of movies for me. Yeah. Well, this um, year but... for everyone mostly. <laughs> yeah. I saw a Christmas Drop. I think it's called. Oh yeah, Operation Christmas Drop. You talked yeah, about that yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, talked about it off air. Off camera, yeah. Um, with uh, Alexander Ludwig and um, what's her name? Cat Cat Graham. I, I, it was actually actually kind of good <laughs> for sort of being uh, almost a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah. it had enough of a difference than all of them classic standard boy meet girl. Okay, Christmas yeah, because to be a bit more interesting. He's like a soldier or something. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a pilot, Air Force pilot of yeah. some sort. And uh, she works for like a congresswoman who's, and she needs to cut down on on Air Force bases. Oh. So um. And then they get Eric, stranded uh, on an island. No, 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 no. Oh, Eric okay. gets sent to the base on the island of. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember what the island is. Hawaii or something. I don't know. Yeah. One of those tropical islands. I don't remember which one. 
and she's there to um, review basically them and, uh, and it's over the write a report to uh, more or less prove that they can close it down. Ah, but then it becomes that oh, we need to keep it open. Yeah, because that specific um, base you does a Christmas drop every year. Yeah. Where they make sure that remote islands and um, oh, people okay. get, well, need things they need, food and and stuff. Okay, well, that's a pretty good Christmas spirit story. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. It's it has, has Christmas spirit. You have he even his his nickname is Claus. <laughs> but okay. as in Claus, as in what you have on your on oh, a Claus. Yeah. A oh, claw. okay. I thought you meant like in a contract, the C L A U S E. A claw as in a shark. Oh, claw. okay, okay. Sandy claws, but he doesn't have claws. He's got hands. Yeah, oh, okay, but it's okay. funny because you know when you say claws, you kind yeah. of think, oh, because you 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 like Christmas. It's like no, no, oh. I have, claw. I have a claw kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> well, I watched. Um, I watched you. You. Well, I me- we mentioned last week. We mentioned uh, G- uh, when we were talking about Jingle Jangle. We mentioned uh, El Camino Christmas. Was yeah, done by the same it? guy, David Talbert, or whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah okay. I saw it with uh, with our dad. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> and I think we both kind of thought it was, eh, with a pretty yeah. good, with a pretty good ending. But overall, it's like it was a mess of a movie. That that's one that could have been rewritten and been much better. Cause yeah, I don't remember all of it because I didn't. I saw it a few years ago. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a mess, and it doesn't make sense the way everyone ends up there, and like they're all connected somehow. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. But then in the end, it's like you know what? Eh, it's pretty sweet. Okay. It has it has a nice sort of ending. Yeah. yeah. And then I watched um, uh, I watched an oldie. I watched White Christmas with Bing Crosby and uh, Danny Ooh. Kaye. And uh, what's her name? Margaret Clooney, which I think is like a a, a relative of George Clooney. Anyway. Um, and that's like a, an old Christmas classic, you know, the kind of fifties, you know, musical. Yeah. Um, and it was fine. It wasn't like anything uh, gut wrenching or, or or emotional. Really, it was it was you know beautiful movie. It was filmed in in VistaVision, which was basically not really, but it was like IMAX before IMAX, like a really a really oh, yeah. wide uh, 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 film stock. So the picture, even even on on like. Uh, I watched like some DVD clips of it. Even on DVD, it's really beautiful. But I watched it on Blu-ray, and it looked I mean, just amazing looking on Blu-ray um, because there's so much information in the in the footage. Um, oh. But other than that, like yeah, good good musical numbers. But I mean, not really that gripping of a story. So eh. you know, you know what movie has a gripping story, which is a Christmas movie as well. No, the holiday. Oh, the holiday. I rewatched it the other week. Oh, I love it. So That's much. a good one. That's that, like my favorite Christmas movie. That one is The Grinch, I think. It's it's up there. I've watched The Holiday a bunch of times. And I remember like it came out like 2004 or something like that. Like that. It was on 5. So I was yeah, I was 14, 15. And I was like I remember the first time I heard about it. I probably heard about it because Jack Black is in it. I was like, "Yeah, probably. Tenacious D." And then you find out that what the fuck? It's a chick flick? No way! But then 2006. I, 2006, yeah. But then I saw it probably a few years after, let's like say 2008, maybe 2009. Probably, yeah, something like that. Probably. And it's it's yeah, it's it's really nice. It's really good. 
it's really Christmassy. Without having, without having that specific like Christmas Eve, everything takes place on Christmas Eve to Christmas yeah. Day. This takes place over the span of a few, almost a week, I think. I, I think it's more. It's like <laughs> half of December or something, and because it ends, yeah. it ends on uh, New Year's Eve when they're all together. Well, I mean, the story in itself kind of ends on Christmas. Well, yeah, sure, but I mean, the movie, the movie wraps up on uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a that's a great one. Um, but I did watch another one more new movie. Or I mean, new movie. It was from nineteen eighty nine, and it's a movie I looked up a few years. Yeah, I looked it up a few a couple of years ago or something. Um, it's one of those like oh, top ten underrated Christmas movies nobody watches. And it's called Prancer. And it's about a girl um, who finds a wounded reindeer in the forest. And because of like faulty Christmas decorations in her little town where she lives, she thinks it's one of Santa's reindeers. Um, because <laughs> the, 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 the Santa sleigh in their town, who's up on like a, a telephone pole, like uh, uh, over like a, a road. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the reindeers fall off. And she's like, no, you have to put it up again. And, so she thinks that the reindeer she finds is Prancer. And she has to take uh, care of it, nurse it back to health. Um, it's kind of all over the place. And it's it's really, like, uh, not dark, but very, like, very, very serious in the beginning. Because, the, 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 once again, you have a single father. Uh, the mother died maybe, like, one or two years ago. Um, they're, they're living on an apple farm, which is, and they're struggling. So... He might even have to like send her away to their aunt because he can't provide for her anymore. Um, and he's always angry because he hasn't really gotten over his wife yet and their mother. So the dad is always angry, especially with her because she's kind of, she's kind of like uh, she's she's a kid. She, she's all over the place, you know. She 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 today she would have been prescribed ADHD medicine, but back then she was just you know she's a wild kid, you know. Um, yeah, he doesn't have time to sit down, relax, and kind of reflect on what has happened to his wife. He's just exactly and busy go- taking care of the kid. Yeah, and for the first hour, I was like, "This doesn't really feel like a Christmas movie," other than the fact that there's a reindeer in the movie, and she talks about Christmas. She loves Christmas, and blah blah blah. But then, as it wraps up, um, it's just, it's you know, they they all you know, they they. They understand each other and they tell everybody tell each other that they love each other and blah, blah, blah all the all the Christmas stuff and then you have a proper like Christmas miracle when they release the reindeer in the end spoilers but whatever and oh, I was just I was the last the last fifteen minutes it was just I was just gushing tears it was so <laughs> beautiful um so that's one I could I could recommend but um maybe not for everyone especially because the first hour is very harsh well but that's um. That's all the new Christmas movies that I've seen. Other than that, it's the regulars. Um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Home Alone. Uh, uh, I haven't seen too many of the regulars yet. Oh, I've okay. only seen The Holiday so far, but um, Elf is coming up shortly. Yeah, I watched, I watched Elf. Um, we're probably going to watch It's a Wonderful Life somewhere around Christmas Eve, because I'm, I'm bringing that over to my parents' house, or our parents' house. Um... I'll be watching The Grinch the night before Christmas because I always do. Yeah, yeah. The Polar Express. But, I know you. Were... Uh, yeah, but that's Christmas morning. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gotta be The Grinch with Jim Carrey because the animated one that came out a couple years ago is 
horrible. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a big oh, fan wow. of The Grinch. Oh yeah, I watched the original The Grinch, the the short movie. That was pretty good. Oh, but that was good. That was, that was good. good. That's, I like that yeah. one. But the Jim Carrey one is my favorite. Yeah, I, it's mainly because of Jim Carrey though. <laughs> he's good. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? Uh, I think that's it for Christmas movies. Yeah, I think we need to just go watch a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, yeah, we're, we're actually, I, we actually did one hour for once, like we're supposed to. <laughs> but um, I think we need to do a little bit of a promo. Of course, yes, because like we said, this is the uh, last episode, the last regular episode of the spoiler cast for this year. We'll be back sometime in January when we feel like. Yeah, it, we because, haven't set a know, date yet. We decide. But usually Thursdays, so yeah, we'll probably stick Thursdays. Yeah, of course. Um, but um, if you um. If you are a Patreon supporter, you of course you know like you like you always do. You get exclusive videos and podcasts, entire podcasts or uncut podcasts. Um, and this year on Christmas Eve, we will be releasing a sort of podcast episode, but also a bit of a, bit of a video commentary track, um, and also a uh, drinking game video for uh, the greatest. Christmas movie of all time, <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, because uh, we're gonna sit down uh, at our parents' house, um, <laughs> and we are gonna watch um, a Christmas Vacation. And we found a drinking game for the movie, so we're gonna get soused on camera. Yeah, um, and that's gonna be up. The entire thing is gonna be up on Christmas Eve on Patreon. So if you're not a supporter um, uh, at this point. Be sure to go over there, check out all the exclusive stuff, um, and watch that on Christmas Eve. Or maybe on Christmas Day. You don't want to watch us getting drunk on Christmas Eve. you got better things to do. Well, Christmas Eve for most people is, you know, party night. So. Yeah. But, you know, maybe. you don't want to watch other people party. So do that on Christmas Day. But it'll be there on Christmas Eve. Um, yeah. And then, of course, uh, to everyone watching this on YouTube, uh, thank you so much for watching. Uh, hit the subscribe button if you haven't. Uh, check out Patreon, you as well, if you haven't already. See, see, look at all the exclusives. Um, and, um, yeah. Thank you to everyone who has listened to us or watched us or however you have digested this stuff. Thank you for this year. And uh, we'll be back uh, next year. But until then, uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.